Welcome to My Autism Tribe, a community of advocates that are linked by autism but bound by strength. This is a time to find our sounding board and shoulders that help us carry life's load without the fear of criticism. We give and receive. We nurture and empower. I'm your host, Susan Scott. Despite the challenges associated with autism, there are so many individuals on the spectrum that are inspiring us all and proving that challenges can indeed be overcome. One such individual is Armani Williams. He was diagnosed with autism at the age of two years old and was considered nonverbal. He is now the first openly diagnosed autistic NASCAR driver, and to date, Armani has 18 wins and two championships. His personal diagnosis with autism and success on the track inspires his philanthropy off the track. In 2015, Armani and his family established the Armani Williams Race for Autism Foundation to raise awareness and promote research, and he continues to speak to audiences and makes appearances to local communities, especially during race week, to drive action and hope. Armani, thanks so much for joining us today. I am so excited to be speaking with you. You have such a wonderful story. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself and your journey? Yeah, so my name is Armani Williams. Um, I'm from Gross Point, Michigan. Uh, right now, like I'm a uh, professional race car driver and also a uh, college student as well. You know, I mean, really, the journey has been really long. Starting out as a kid, you know, I just grew up, you know, just loving cars at first. You know, I always loved playing with cars and, you know, knowing more about cars. And then, you know, the more I got older, I heard about NASCAR, you know, and I would just watch it like every weekend it was on. It's just like really caught my interest that like really high and you know um my future was sort of uncertain you know but like i i was kind of fascinated with racing and felt to me like in my heart inside of me that is something that i wanted to do in life you know and i at eight years old that's when i I was fully committed to wanting to become a professional race car driver so you know i basically started out racing go-karts at a very young age racing in the junior go-karting division and then moving up to these bandolero type cars, what they call like mini cups, I uh, had some success there, raced those for a few years. And then just a few years ago, I joined a series called the uh, Architruck Pro Series, uh, which we race around the Midwest, you know, and uh, certainly gained a lot of success there. You know, it was definitely a learning process, but like, and then um, just a couple years ago, I joined a NASCAR, but like in a different series up in Canada, they have a series up there called the NASCAR Penty Series. But like it was called the NASCAR Canadian Time Series before, but it's now known as the NASCAR Penty Series. So I ran in that series, uh, ran some several races there. And then just most recently, last year in 2018, I... Uh, went back to race NASCAR in the United States and run uh, some uh, NASCAR k Pro Series races in the East and West, you know, raced down in Memphis. I raced in uh, Seattle. And then uh, I went back to the Penty uh, Series where they raced in New Hampshire, racing the U.S. for the first time. So I was part of that race. And, you know, right now this season, you know, uh, the journey's still continuing. We're really looking forward to running more races uh, with a combination of all the NASCAR Penty series, the uh, ARCA Pro series, which is the cars, car series, 
and then you know uh, some more K&N Pro Series East and West races as well. So you know we're I'm really looking forward this year. You know, and I'm just one day you know we're getting close to the elite level. So I mean that's basically a long term goal. That's incredible. So you said that when you were eight, that's kind of really when you made the decision to dedicate a lot of your time and energy to racing. How did that conversation go with your parents? <laughs> um, you know, to be quite honest, they were they were kind of surprised at first because really, uh, with my family, we don't come from a racing background. It's mostly like business stuff's usual. But when I told them about racing, you know, at first they were kind of like, they weren't sure if I was ready for it, but, you know, just letting them see, like, how much passion, how much love I had to, to like, you know, want to become a professional race car driver. They decided to, uh, you know, help support me in that and do everything they could to make sure that uh, my dream happened, you know, and really uh, just uh, really fortunate to have, have, like, parents and, you know, everyone in my family who su- supports me through this, you know, I mean, they could have easily told me, oh, no, you're not doing that type of stuff. Because, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, with racing, it's, it's kind of a little dangerous sport, you know. And sure. you, you, as a parent and a, or, like, as a family member, you, you get worried about that. But, you know, they really didn't hesitate, you know. And, that, yeah, still to this day, you know, we're, they're still helping me, working me, and helping me getting through the ranks, you know. So I'm, I'm very proud of that. Absolutely. I think it takes an army, you know, a tribe of people to support just children in general. And it's amazing that you had that support system for yourself. As with autism, it is a disorder that is characteristically marked by difficulty focusing on and processing different stimuli and tasks, you know, simultaneously, and then also complications with communication. And those are two pretty big critical key skills for a race car driver. Can you talk a little bit about how maybe you overcame some of these challenges or maybe even how racing helped you overcome those challenges? Yeah, you know, I mean, really from the start, I really didn't know if I had, I didn't really know I had autism from the start. I was busy just trying to be a kid and, you know, just enjoy life as possible, you know. Mm -hmm. And as soon as my parents kind of like, you know, told me, that I was autistic, then I kind of figured out, oh, you know, I had it and, you know, what the symptoms were, you know, so really, like, my parents, they kind of, like, helped me learn about, like, you know, so social skills, you know, how to have a conversation with someone, how to, like, talk with someone, you know, how to, like, make some friendships and keep those friendships, because, uh, you know, really, that's the big thing with uh, autism is that we have difficulty with social interaction and communication, and that could, like, you know, I mean, it's it's really a, a big effect on, like, you know, how we actually, you know, interact with people, you know. So, I mean, really, I, I had to take some therapy out of that, you know, just to get some people to kind of help me learn those skills, you know. And then further on, my parents kind of, like, you know, helped me ways of, like, what conversations to have, what skills to have, you know. And I just sort of kind of uh, developed that all with the combination of like making eye contact with someone, not losing focus on them, you know, Mm -hmm. and just knowing what kind of cool topics to talk about, you know, you're always trying to find something that, you know, uh, someone can enjoy talking about, you know, and then, 
really when it came to racing, you know, it's just, it, it, I think it made me into a whole new different person. I mean, just the way, you know, I can just be around the racing community. There's a lot of people. So, I mean, really for me, I can like talk to like anybody I can know around here, especially with the drivers or maybe the officials or people who are actually like, you know, uh, in charge of the series sponsors, you know, I mean, really it's kind of helped build my social and communication interactions a lot because now I, I see like, you know, what kind of things are happening around the thing I'm doing, you know? So, I mean, I'm able to kind of like overcome it, you know, and just be focused on like those important things. And especially in a race car, you know, I, I have like the ability to kind of stay focused and concentrate at all times, especially in, in a race car, because you're, you know, you're going so fast and things happen so fast that you just cannot like, you know, take your eye off it. You, you got to look at what's ahead of you, you know? So, I mean, there's a lot that I have, have to overcome, you know, I'm so autistic. I mean, it, it hasn't gone away. It's like a lifelong disorder, but you know, really, I just try to not let, let autism affect the way I am as a person and just to keep in, enjoying my life as much as I can. Absolutely. Yeah, you probably have so many friends in the racing community. You've been probably such a huge inspiration for people in the not only the racing community, but outside of the community. Can you also tell a little bit about maybe some of the different stimuli? Like, do you have any kind of sensory challenges that you have to overcome? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I, I have a lot of sensory challenges. You know, it's just something, some, some of my surroundings that I may not be familiar with. I, I Sometimes I just can't quite understand them, you know. And uh, really, that uh, I kind of kind of research things that I don't know so that way I can see what it is so when I see it again I can kind of understand what's really going on and what the situation is you know it just helps picks up the information in my brain so like you know the more I learn it the more I understand it you know and so really I mean I still I, I still struggle with it but so far I've had to overcome that a little you know it's just uh, another tough thing I have to deal with so I mean that's basically it. That's great. My son, Alex, who is five and a half, he struggles a lot with sounds. And so me thinking about him in a race car with the loud sounds of the racing, that would be almost a nightmare for him. Was that ever an issue for you? Like just the sounds or the tightness of the racing uh yeah it was you know i remember a time when i was 10 years old and you know my uh, dad took me to uh michigan national speedway because we do have a track up here you know just to watch some cars like practice out and like really just uh, seeing them fly by you know i mean the noise was so loud that like i thought they were gonna hurt my ears and i was gonna become deaf or something because sure. man it was just that loud you know and it, it kind of bothered me but you know it wasn't really the racing there was other things that like i, I kind of was bothered with the sound too you know especially like when you have fireworks that shoot up in the sky and make that pow yeah. sound as a kid i really didn't like that you know i thought yeah. they were just way too loud you know and I don't know, for some reason, you know, the more I was around racing and like, you know, the more I saw cars go around, even with the engine sounds flying by, you know, really the sound wasn't really an issue for me, you know, mm. it's just kind of like I've been there more and more and I'm kind of used to it. So sure. really the sound doesn't have any effect on me at all, you know, so I mean, 
that's one way of overcoming it. It's just, you know, doing it a lot, you know, so that way you're kind of used to it. Really, as a kid, that, that that kind of sound really bothered me, but now it, it doesn't bother me anymore. So you've essentially desensitized yourself. That's great. As your communication skills. Another thing that you do a lot is you speak to audiences and you make appearances to local communities, especially during race week, and speaking a lot about your nonprofit, the Armani Williams Race for Autism Foundation. That probably has helped just your communication skills, that in and of itself. Yeah, absolutely. You know, we're always trying to, you know, raise awareness for our foundation, you know, and just gain the word out to as many people as we possibly can, you know, so like, with the foundation, I, I got it. I got to do these speaking engagements, you know, and I think that kind of really helped me out with my communication and be able to connect with people and especially the audience, you know, in high school, I had to, they had like some type of speech class, you know, and I kind of took it because I knew someday, you know, I was going to have to speak in front of an audience and be mm-hmm. able to connect with people, you know? So, I mean, taking that class and then be able to do it in like a real world, you know, where I can just build that communication up to another level. It, it really helped me in the long run, you know, and I'll be doing more speaking engagements um, this year, you know, but I mean, really it's just getting connected with the autism association organizations and associations, you know, that are kind of, they kind of help relate to us, you know, so really we're trying to help build our foundation there and just getting the people to know what autism is and what the, uh, what symptoms they might like, you know, get into and then just be able to help them see if they overcome those issues. And then, you know, uh, just to help them believe themselves and keep them encouraged because, you know, life is always hard, but, you know, with autism, you know, nothing is impossible. You know, we're human beings just like everyone else. Uh, we're, we just have something special in them, you know, so we don't always want to give them this curse, you know. It's always to bring the word out and just keeping the people encouraged and not discouraged. <laughs> Oh, I think that's wonderful and absolutely critical. I know my son has, you know, of course he has the diagnosis of autism, but he's extremely bright and he probably feels, and maybe you can concur, he probably feels more than most of us that are quote unquote typical. So he can walk into a room and he can literally feel everyone's emotions I think in that room like he feels very deeply and do you experience that as well yeah I do experience this as well you know I um, you know sometimes you may not see what like you know uh people what people's emotions are but you you can almost kind of tell like especially what, what your kids uh seeing you know it's kind of good to kind of like see what how people are feeling and then you know seeing if you can do anything you can to try like help them make them feel better i think that's the important thing you know it's just once you kind of like what kind of emotions uh, uh, people are like getting into you know you know it always kind of shows like the mood you know to you mm-hmm. know want to go join it or like you know help like make them feel better you know so i mean really the I mean, it's kind of cool that your son, like, uh, sees people's emotions, you know, and of course, I, I, I can sometimes see it as well, so that's really important. Yeah. So, tell me a little bit about college. Are you in your first year of college? 
yeah, I start, this is my first year of college, I'm a freshman, and I go to Oakland University, which is right up in uh, Rochester Hills, Michigan, you know, and yeah, I mean, really, just as a race car driver, not a lot of drivers uh, go to college, you know, they basically finish off high school and then move on to careers, right? Mm-hmm. But like, you know, with me, you know, I wanted to try to do something different, you know, was just to go to college because I don't know how long I'm going to be a race car driver for, you know. Sure. But with college, you know, you can always find a backup plan, find like another career that you can kind of get into, you know. So that way, you know, it's just so, you know, race is not the only thing you can do. Uh, you, you can do other things as well, you know. So, I mean, really college has been a cool experience. It's definitely different in high school for sure, you know, but I'm just kind of fortunate to be in college and, you know, be, be able to get an education, you know, so that's always great. Absolutely. So do you know what you want to major in or what are you studying? What are you passionate about? Well, right now I'm uh, majoring in mechanical engineering, you know, and engineering is kind of probably my second interest, you know, because really I'm, I'm more interested in learning about cars, you know, and how you build cars, how you tune in cars, you know, there's always like fortune 500 companies with GM, Ford, Chrysler products, you know, they're always looking to build performance just by building chassis, building engines, you know, all the different like uh, wow. creative engineering innovations. So for me, I kind of wanted to be a part of that and like learn more of like the mechanics of cars and, you know, how exactly are they made and built, you know? So uh, that's why I'm studying mechanical engineering because of that. That's a great pairing with being a race car driver too. You're going to be a huge asset for some company if you should choose to go that route. I'm positive of it. Yeah, you know, and it's great with the mechanical engineering because there's a lot of job opportunities out there, you know, and like how you get paid too, you know, you get paid a high lot lot of money Mm -hmm. uh, for doing mechanical engineering, you know, and being a race car driver, you know, it's more than driving the car. You got to like know how the car works and that comes with the mechanic side of the car. I feel like if I can understand a little bit of how, like, the can side of the car works, then that's really going to help, like, benefit down the road. So, oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah, you'll be a true professional in every sense. Absolutely. Well, Armani, I just really appreciate you taking the time to speak with me. I think your your future in the sport and then also in your profession, if you choose mechanical engineering is so bright. It's been such a pleasure speaking with you and getting to know you a little better and just know that you have a whole tribe here that's rooting for you, rooting for your success and your prosperity, and we only hope and wish you the best in the future. Well, thank you. I really appreciate you having me on your podcast. Uh, It's been a pleasure. Some may have viewed Armani's dream of becoming a professional NASCAR driver impossible. But Armani didn't accept Impossible, and his great support system has made Armani's future on and off the track both remarkable and bright.